to The Way Home with Laura Smith, the show that brings you wonderful guests, helpful advice, and uplifting stories. The Way Home, live inspired. Here's your host, Laura Smith. Oh, it's always wonderful to be with you all, and this is going to be uh, a fun show today. It is actually, I just have one guest. Normally, I have a couple, but this time I just have one, and Susan Allen is an evidential psychic medium. She is also a master animal communicator. Yes, you heard me right. Um, someone who can communicate with animals, whether they're still here on the earth or whether they've crossed over. And she has um, a history of really making incredible uh, predictions and giving messages to owners that have given them great comfort over the years and help um, when they need guidance on what to do with their pet or what's going on with them. Um, it all started with a conversation she had telepathically with a horse that changed her life. So Susan Allen on the way, and we're going to talk all about that, but it's brought to you by the beautiful people over at Balance of Nature. Balance of Nature is fruits and veggies in a capsule. That is what they do. They also have one other product, by the way. I often um, leave it out by by omission, not because um, it's not an amazing product, just like the fruits and veggies, but just because I forget sometimes. But it's called Fiber and Spice, and it's truly a remarkable product. Along the same vein of how uh, the fruits and veggies in Balance of Nature, that's all that are, are in the capsules. There's nothing else. It's just the food. Uh, the fiber and spice is the same way. So there are no additives to any of their products. These are products that come straight from God's earth and are put together. They were formulated by Dr. Douglas Howard uh, to do the best good. And let me tell you, um, it's just wonderful, the fiber and spice for your digestion and uh, a daily dose of what helps you uh, feel so much better in your tummy area in so many ways. So that's the fiber and spice. The fruits and veggies, too, are the most wonderful product to give you energy and um, help to boost your immune system and give your body the right chemistry so that it can do its job in taking care of you optimally. Balance of nature, fruits and veggies, and fiber and spice, that's all they do, and they are absolute pros. And I guarantee you... Um, you'll be grateful that you heard about it. Uh, if you were to try it, like I did all of like 13 years ago or something, I mean, it's been a long time that myself, my family have been on balance of nature and it's been truly being, it's a godsend really. And I'm so grateful for it. You can get yours by ordering it from the company here in the United States at balanceofnature.com. That's balanceofnature.com. And when you do your orders, by all means, put my name, Laura, into the promo code, and you're going to get 35% off your first order and free shipping always. You can also call them at this easy-to-remember number. It's 800-2468-751, 800-2468-751, and tell the lovely person on the other end of the line, they have such helpful people there, uh, that you want to put Laura into the promo code also if you order by phone. When we come back, it's Susan Allen the evidential psychic medium and animal communicator. Don't go away. It's the way home. Welcome back. You're listening to the way home with Laura Smith. Here's Laura. I always feel so grateful when I get an opportunity to meet who are the real and true authentic healers in the world. And I've always had a fascination with evidential 
mediums, psychic mediums, and soul communicators, because um, from my perspective, and it could be because I come from a long line, apparently my great-grandfather had a crystal ball, and my great-grandmother on the other side of the family read tea leaves. So I must have something within me that finds it very, I feel at home when I'm with people who have the ability to sort of see beyond the veil. But when I hear about the ones that are truly authentic, the ones who transform lives um, with their gifts, I I just want to talk to them and present them to the world because I think a lot of people still have a hard time wrapping their head around the people's abilities to be able to communicate with the so-called other side and what that means. And uh, and when I find someone who has been recommended and has done great work on shows like Coast to Coast that we have here, it's um, it makes me very happy because it gives me another opportunity to let them say how it is that they heal in the world and truly, that's what it is for me. It's never been about the, the, the show, show aspect of being a psychic reader or a medium. Uh, it's, it's more about the healing transformation that comes from it. So today I have the great good fortune of having someone who is devoted her entire life to it because after a, a thousand careers, uh, including some out in LA, uh, everything from real estate to modeling and acting, she has come into her true self and does it full time now. Susan Allen, thank you so much for being on the way home. Oh, Laura, it's such a pleasure. Thank you so much. I've been a big fan of your interviews for so many years. Well, I I feel just like I can't believe you haven't been on sooner. I guess God has a his own timing or something. And um seeing you with my dear friend Thomas John, who We've done so many hundreds of shows together, and I used to travel with him. And if he loves you, I know immediately I love you. He is, uh, he's so good himself. He, he only would align himself with the very best that there is. So Susan Allen, so do tell us. I, I just alluded to the fact that you were once a model and once an actress and in real estate and all these wonderful careers for sure, but something was missing for you. Um, I would say, tell us all about your trajectory. And by the way, not just psychic medium, I didn't even announce that you are also a very highly acclaimed animal communicator. And yeah. I know my audience is going to love this. That's kind of like how it all started because I suffered my whole life from such extreme anxiety that um, I, I remember I... I, I, I heard my mother speak when I was 25 and I, I didn't stop my career and she was dead. And I heard her scream, get to the emergency room, screaming like as if she was in the room. And I went to the emergency room and they gave me my last rites. And I was bleeding internally and they fixed me and it didn't stop me. And I was like, had I known then that the gifts of, you know, my gifts, because we all get communicated differently. Um, I had a lot of anxiety because I was always like hearing things and hearing things. And it really was until I slowed down in my life and I could take a chill pill, as they say, <laughs> and meditate is when I was really um, starting to understand this ability. So I didn't stop 
I didn't know that that you could have a career as a medium when I was 25. You know, I did. I didn't get that. You know, I thought you had to do, 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 and be, be, be. So there I was, caught up in that trajectory of doing and being and becoming. Um, and oddly enough, I had I had to have the surgery, and I was at a ranch taking care of a horse, and I thought I was losing my mind. Um. I would be crying and he'd be talking to me. And I started to just journal everything he was saying. And um, he was showing me how to heal. It wasn't like Reiki that taught me how to heal. It was a horse, believe it or not. As crazy as that sounds, um, people will think I'm mad after this interview and it doesn't really matter. <laughs> as I said before, I really don't care what people think. I just have a message to get out there and to help heal people and their animals and talk to their dead loved ones. But it didn't start out with the dead loved ones because I had this high level of anxiety and I thought it would just be fun taking the silly animal communication class. And I did. And um, I took this class and I started journaling the readings and it sounds like a Disney novel. And then everybody in the class was calling me for animal readings, including a veterinarian that was taking the class. And she's still a client today. And this was like 20 years ago. So I was doing my animal readings and doing my animal readings. And I was on with um, a celebrity's girlfriend. He was a touring musician and very well known. And, he wrote it. He wrote a testimonial for me, so you can check out my website. Um, and I look across the room, and I'm channeling her cat <laughs> and talking to her cat Soul, who's living. And she'd call me a lot, and it was wonderful. And I looked across the room at a photo of my dad and I, and the photo started to morph into somebody else, and it wasn't scary. And I thought, wow, is this how the dead are going to communicate? I could deal with this. So they know how to communicate with you in a way that you can handle and you like. And, and it turns out her dad was in my photo communicating with her that he didn't get to say goodbye, that there were details that I, I, want, I don't want to get into that were happening that was so prevalent to what had happened. And she didn't get to say goodbye. And he gave me amazing details. So that was how it started, talking to dead people. But I had been doing animal readings for eight years. Uh-huh. And for you, so it is the process the same with the animal? The animal communicates sort of directly to you. And are you hearing as it would be a voice of that particular animal? Or are you getting impressions on your soul or your spirit and your heart and then translating them for people what is it that you hear when you're doing your your animal spirit communication i don't i don't hear voices it's like a communication that's in my my head but i get a personality i they show me what's wrong with them um you know, I, I am clear audience because of the day that I heard my mother screaming, you know, get to the emergency room. But I, you know, it's funny because I had a well-known medium ask me more than once, how are you doing this? Are you, is the dead people bringing the animal through from the spirit world? And I'm like, no, I'm talking directly to the soul of the pet. That's why I call it animal soul speak that came to me in a meditation 
the animal will start having a full conversation with me about what's happening in the house. I know a lot about what's going on in the home through the pet. I know what's going on with the pet. Um, and it's, I, I would say it's um, all of it. I would say that it. I start to feel differently. I start to, um, I have a movie in my head. I have a whole scenario in my head and I hear a story and it's coming from the pet. Mm. they're talking i do feel that all animals have souls now you know after doing this for so many years Mm -hmm. i am communicating with the soul of the pet just like i would a dead person so this medium said to me are you sure the dead people aren't just bringing the animals in and saying here like and giving you information i'm like no when i talk to a dead person if the animal is relevant, he'll pick the animal up. He or she will pick the animal up and say, tell him I have his dog or tell him I'm with my cat. But it's when I do an animal reading, it's a completely different scenario. From when I was on George Nori, a, a man found me on the George Nori show and he he had a dog and, and I knew the breed. I was like, oh, it's a skipper key. And they were like, how do you know that? I love all animals. I only wish I could live long enough to experience every breed. That's uh-huh. like my wish in life, to experience every single animal one-on-one in in real time. <laughs> and he, um, he had a reading with me. And I said, your dog said that he's with his mom. I don't know what made me blurt it out, you know, the channeling of it. And he said, no the mother's still alive. And I said, okay. And I just like go through it, which is, I don't take no, I go through that. I go, I go, okay. And move on, give more information, move on. The next day he emailed me and he said, amazing. I called the breeder. The mother passed away an hour before our reading. (gasps) Yeah. The mother, the mother of his dog that was in heaven that had transitioned. I, I, and like, how could you do anything else in life, Laura, when you're doing this, you know? It's like everything will pale in comparison, you know? It's like, I don't want to do anything else. I have no desire to do anything. I said to my husband, should I go back to, like, acting class so the mem- memorizing lines would be good for me? And I'm like, no, I really, it's so boring to me. It feels so boring. Right. Well, yeah, what could be more incredible than actually being to connect? You know, there's a movie that just came out, Angel Studios, um, who has done Sound of Freedom and um, The Chosen. They just uh, released a film called uh, After Death. And it, yeah, it's wonderful. It's really that, fascinating. I got it because I saw it. It's on Prime, Amazon. Maybe it is. It's in movie theaters as well. And like they have a way that people can get tickets for free if they can't afford them or whatever and you pay it forward type of thing but um you know i am very grateful that it's it come out because you know these are very credible human beings that were pronounced clinically dead and you know they have physicians and different people within the film that are you know vouching basically for the fact that these people were dead but then they came back they were they what they call resuscitated. And then when they did, they, they recounted these incredible, incredible journeys of the soul, as it were. And when they were so called dead, some for an hour and a half, some for like 
hours, uh, some for just a very short time, but they were able to speak about in detail what was going on. So, I mean, for me, that's like, I, I always believe that yeah, I've never, I've never wondered about that. It's a lot. After talking to all these dead people in the spirit world and them showing me like all they get to do and how they feel and how they look and most interesting, I'm not afraid to die is what I'm trying to say. I'm afraid I might be in pain, but I'm not afraid to die. But I was um, I was in the UK recently for a long time. I just got back September 14th and I'm about to do a reading there. And all of a sudden my older brother's in my in my my spirit world and he's like I'm really scared and blah 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 and I'm like don't be afraid it's great like and I knew something was happening and I got a call that he had gone into a coma from a brain injury he had fallen he had um he had been sick and coughing and coughing and he fainted and he he hit his head and then all of a sudden I found that out and then I'm home but he, he was like uncertain because he was in the in between just like I could communicate with Alzheimer's patients that's amazing because they're in the in-between world and he he didn't I thought he'd come back I was hoping he would so we could discuss that communication that we had it would have been so exciting I'm about to do a reading doing my prayer and meditation with the woman. It's like an under two minute opening. And um, my phone starts to ring and it's my other brother. He never calls me unless it's an emergency. And I put the woman on hold and I said, hang on. And he said, I just want you to know, Peter did take a turn for the worse, my oldest brother. And I went, oh, damn. And all of a sudden he's in my spirit world again. Mm-hmm. Like a week later, only he's showing me how great he is and how happy he is. And he looked 18 again. I have a picture of him when he was 18. And that's when I knew he wasn't going to come back. Like he was just having a grand old time there. So I'm communicating with him now there. Um, but it's it, it, it's amazing to me that I I was connecting with him not knowing that he was transitioning Mm -hmm. or he was in a semi coma state. He passed away. And I, I kind of knew he was going to go that route when I saw him so happy because he seemed fully transitioned at that point. He did pass away a few weeks ago. He did. Okay. So I didn't get to talk to him about our experience, but I am communicating with him now in the spirit world which is kind of cool. So someone like you, you do it obviously now as, as your, it's your calling, it's your purpose, it's a a job, it's your career now to be able to do it for other people. But for yourself, when you say that, are you able to at will call up an animal or call up your mom or your brother and just start communicating with them? Or do you have to wait until they kind of come to you? That is a great question. No one's ever asked me that. I think how it happens, I have a practice, I meditate, and suddenly somebody will be there if they want to talk to me. I don't like sit and go, Dad, are you there? Um, It's like how, you know, how they communicate if they want me to know something, they usually will come to me and clearly communicate something with me. 
Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yes. Like I'm uh, not, I'm not in, uh, I mean, my gift doesn't work. Like I, I'm not going to have lunch with you and start giving you a reading because clearly I don't want to work like that. Clearly I want to be in a very sacred space in a meditative space. And I've had people take me to lunch and go, Oh, let's go to lunch. And they really, really want a reading. And I'm like, just, I don't even realize that it's going there because I just think, Oh, how sweet, you know, you know what I mean? I know. I mean, I've worked with influencers on social media. They're like, Oh, let's go to lunch. And they really just want to get in my, my head. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Because I'm just that person. I'm not going to have an expectation of somebody that's going to do a reading for me if I take them a lot to do. I know. It It really comes, I think, with the territory, with the, the very best ones, you, yeah. Thomas John, um, some of, you know, my very dear friends who are that they, you know, it's hard for them. And I, and I think it's probably hard not to be a little offended that people are just using you it's for your gift. Offended. It's like if I was on all the time like that, I wouldn't, my body wouldn't rest. You like wouldn't have, yeah. It's like your body gets depleted and you need to have rest. And I don't do 10 readings a day. I did, you know, during COVID, I was doing like five, six, seven readings a day. And I was five days a week and I didn't realize what was happening. Like your body does, you need the downtime, you need the rest, you need um, to revive and rejuvenate. There's, it's, it has an impact on your system if you're not reviving and rejuvenating. And that's why we charge the money that we charge. It's not, you know. Well, you have to, because I mean, I would, you know, if, if that ends up becoming your calling and your, and, and your career, you have to charge for it because it's it's your time and you're not you're not modeling anymore you're not doing real estate anymore you have to make a living so if that's the what what god has put on your heart you know the way to make a living it's like anything else you know healers doctors uh lawyers they get paid for their you know expertise and if you are an expert in communicating with the other side be it with human beings or animals then yes, you should be paid for that too. I just, I, I don't, that doesn't bother me at all. There's, I know there's probably some people from the school of thought that, oh, you shouldn't charge for that. It's a gift from God. Or, you know, one thing that I always like to bring up when I speak with, you know, people like you and of your caliber, you know, for the, for the people who think that for some reason, communication, spirit communication is anti-God or anti-Christian or anti-the Bible. Um, I I always do my own spiel about why I think it's not why I think it's one of the most incredibly healing, transformational things I've yeah. ever seen. And, but I would love to hear from you. What is your explanation for what you do and your gift? My explanation. Okay, I love that. Um, I think... Because I loved mediumship. I didn't know I was a medium. I really wasn't calibrating that. I thought, you're a realtor, you're a realtor, you're a realtor. That's what I identified as. But I didn't love it, obviously. I'd go into houses and feel all this energy and run out and give (laughs) listings back. I mean, because I wasn't really meditated. I wasn't really centered. I was open, you know. 
And I'm in a different place now in my life. Thank God. That's why I'm so happy and I'm able to help so many people. Um, healing is real. I've seen the energy and other people that can see um, other mediums in the UK have seen energy leave my hands. I could actually feel it leave my hands. So when I am with a person, they are like my baby. I really love my one-on-ones. They're like my child. They're And I'm while I'm doing the reading with them, I am in a state of a healing. I'm in a state of a healing moment with them. That's why, I mean, I read somebody yesterday. I've read her many times. Um, she got on and she said, thank you for being here. And it's like, thank you for allowing me to help you. It's such a, a, I love it so much. I mean, I've, the other thing that I love to do is I do some private mentoring Mm -hmm. that has the women have just blossomed into careers and people that couldn't get out of bed or work. They're like, they have, they have substance. They're traveling the world and working for another medium or one of my girls we just discovered her passion and it's like a form of coaching, but I'm using the spirit world to help people find their purpose, to find their passion. And that's been so rewarding. And the amount of love that I feel is um, I just, I don't know. I don't think I've had so many businesses, so many jobs, so many makeup artists, like everything sold Makeup in New York. I mean, just crazy careers. And this is the one that I've been the most centered, the most passionate, the most. <laughs> this interview might not sound like it, but <laughs> this is <laughs> this is the one field that I feel so much of myself, and I have really embraced love for myself. And that where nothing else in anything that I've done has helped me find that love. Because that's that's it. If you can love yourself, no matter what you do, you're in your purpose. It's mm-hmm. authentic. You love it. You know it. You can stand in it. I mean, I've gone on on Facebook and I've done live readings for people. You couldn't get me to do that. 10 or 15 years ago, there's no way. Mm -hmm. It's just natural to you now. And it's like, and you're probably, you know, you're just really moving so deeply into your purpose and what you do unabashedly, without shame, without filtering yourself for fear of what other people think. You know, I say one of the greatest gifts of getting older is, is you really don't give a darn what people think about you. You are you and you don't, you know, obviously you do everything with as much love in your heart as you can, but you also don't worry so much about how people perceive you or whether or not they think, you know, you're right or wrong or whatever. You are just living in your truth. And it seems like you do that in spades. Susan Allen is my guest. She is an amazing uh, psychic medium, evidential psychic medium. She is an animal spirit communicator. Uh, she has a soul speak 
uh, gift. She calls it soul speak. I just love that. It's a wonderful thing. And you're a healer, too, as we were talking about now. Would you come back after the break and continue on a little bit? I think people want to hear a little bit more. I have some questions about what animals really want us to know. Okay. Would that be all right? Yeah. You're the website to reach Susan is SusanAllenMedium.com. That's SusanAllenMedium.com. And Allen is spelled A-L-L-E-N, SusanAllenMedium.com. When we come back, more with this wonderful Soul Speak communicator and so much more. This is The Way Home. We'll be right back. Hi, here's a minute of purpose, improving your life 60 seconds at a time. Walking is one of the best and easiest things you can do for your health. It reduces stress, lowers blood pressure, and does much more. But admit it, it can get a little boring. So here are some fun ways to kick it up a notch. There are great apps like News in Slow French or Coffee Break Chinese that will help you learn a new language. GreatCoursesPlus.com features top-shelf lectures about things like opera or history. BrainHQ.com has lots of fun games to try on your walk so you'll get smarter and healthier. You can make your walk more fun by adopting a dog temporarily. Senior centers can hook you up with an older person who might not be able to give their pooch the exercise it needs. So next time you step out, bring along one of these fun partners and get more from your daily walk. This has been your Minute of Purpose. Find more now at nowwithpurpose.com. Welcome back. You're listening to The Way Home with Laura Smith. Here's Laura. So grateful to have along Susan Allen, wonderful uh, psychic medium and animal communicator with us who has so much experience, has truly had the gift since she was little, but has only dedicated her life in the last uh, decade or so to or two um, to doing it full time. Correct, Susan? Yes. Okay, so um, I really wanted to touch on and really get uh, a grasp on this side of um, the hour to talk about your animal communication, because obviously, you know, it's animals, our pets, it's a universal, it's a universal connection we have to our, our pets and losing them for so many people is really, it's, it's excruciating for so many people. And um it, it just, we wonder, you know, are they okay? Are they still watching over us? You know, we just always wonder, but you have this ability to communicate since you, you had your first communication with a horse who taught you many things a while back. I want to hear about, um, the process. So if someone were to come to you and want mm-hmm. to have a, a specific reading about their pet, um, would it, would the pet have to already have crossed over or can you do readings about pets that are still in the natural world? Absolutely. I do readings for pets in the natural world and I could diagnose, help heal them. Um, I, what I love is a picture. I love looking at animals. So I always request eyes looking at the camera. One picture is fine. And but I don't need a picture. I just love looking at them. It mm-hmm. just, that's how I trained myself 
to kind of do it, looking at the photo when I would, before Zoom, we were on phones, you know? Right. And um, people will come to me for all kinds of reasons, just to have a better understanding of their pet, like the death process, like when their pet is really ready. My girlfriend called me and said, I don't know what to do, how long? And I just blurted out four days. And it was on the fourth day that the cat started acting so strange that she knew that that was the day. Um, I had, you know, people come to me from vets that I've never even heard of, but the vets had clients go to them and say, talk about me. And the vet maybe didn't believe a word. I had a very close friend, um, you know, that has interviewed me for her podcast that her dog had something very mysterious going on and they couldn't figure it out. And I, I said, it's, it's in the blood, it's a cancer in the blood. And the finally, when she brought the dog in, the vet said, I think it's cancer in the blood because we can't seem to figure this out. It was like the mystery illness, but, um, I had a woman that's a very close friend right now call me probably 10 years ago now. And her dog had an aggressive tumor and we kept that dog on the planet two years past its expiration date. She actually lived longer than my dog. Mm -hmm. So you're able to diagnose then and and help them figure out how to work with the animal too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, this isn't like, this is an art form. This is not a perfect science. I always love to say that. So I don't want to, you know, say that I'm better than your veterinarian. I just try to do a very holistic approach in terms of care. And cause there's, they're so close to the ground. They're so close to the earth. They're sentient. The reason why loss is so huge, you touched on that because we are actually in communication with them all day long. They're a constant in our life. They're always there. It's unconditional. That bond, well, especially for me, (laughs) you know, with my animals, I'm not saying for nobody else, for anyone else, it's excruciating, you know, Mm -hmm. it's horrible. It's, It's the most excruciating death when you lose like a, especially a soul pet, the pet that helped you with all areas of your life that helped bring me, bring me my gifts when my Rosie died. And um, it was the most, I, I didn't know it was going to be that excruciating because I thought, Oh, I have this connection, but it was crazy excruciating. And it brought me to a new compassion. I already am so sensitive to animals and clients and I love my clients so much, but when she passed, wow. It taught me a whole new level mm-hmm. of compassion and really helping people through that mm-hmm. transition with their pet and giving signs and symbols from the spirit world that only their pet would give me for them. So I think it's like helping validate their existence. You know, right. well, I'll tell you, can I, you have time for a funny one? Give me a funny one. Absolutely. Well, it's not that funny. It's sad and funny. I was selling real estate and I called the escrow officer. I'm like, well, did we close? Did we close escrow? And she goes, you must be psychic. And I said, I actually am. I'm an animal communicator. She goes, I've needed somebody like you. 
And she was worried for 10 years that she put her dog to sleep too soon. He brought me so much physical evidence of his life with her and everything going to the end and why he, why she, she needed to do it. She had this like incredible amount of relief from the reading. So that's why I'm here. Yes. And, and that's why you're here. That's what I love to tell people, you know, who have wonder or either skeptical or even a little bit, um, standoffish and not understanding. I say, I have been with mediums and I worked with one for so long with Thomas John and, and I've had shows since 2006 or 2007, um, that have had, you know, the top mediums in the world and like yourself. And it, I see the healing that takes place when there's validation there when when the person like you the community soul communicator as you are, w- are is able to pinpoint very detailed aspects of either the animal or the the family member or whatever and and able to pinpoint it to such an extent and i see the healing that goes on i see it often um with mothers who have lost children which has to be the hardest most difficult thing in the world. And yet I've seen the relief and the peace that comes over them when their loved one comes through and comes to them and speaks to them and through the gifted medium. And I see the healing that takes place. And I say to myself, there's no way that this can be something bad or occult or terrible. I think we all are born with these these gifts, natural right. gifts. We're all born with intuition, and we just are. And some of us have, you know, maybe evolved in, in, in those gifts or whatever. I'm not including myself in that, but I'm intuitive, but I wouldn't, I'm not a medium by any means or stretch of the imagination like you are, or an animal communicator. Although I would love to be, tell me before we close the segment, uh, Susan Allen, if, if animals could speak to everyone the way they speak to you, what would be kind of a universal message or messages that they want us to know as humans about them what they would tell you and what i see over and over love yourself because i'm not going to be here forever to mirror the love that is in you that is the most important message that animals bring is to really love yourself from the tip of your toes to the top of your head and they want us to love ourselves because they're not going to be here forever to show us the mirroring effect of the love that's in them. That's and been they, kind of the theme. That's the theme. And so it's they see themselves as unconditionally loving mm-hmm. their whoever their master, their their person is, and they want us to love, love ourselves. Yeah, it's all about the love. Like, there's no doubt that you have abilities. Are you, will you meditate every day? You know, will you start to be able to meditate every day? We all are born with this. You are absolutely right. But do you want to dig into it a little more? Like I wasn't looking to be a medium. I swear to God, I wasn't. I loved mediums. I love psychics. I loved going to them. It was when I started to really slow down and meditate and 
stopped being a hare and became the tortoise and really leaned into the light and really worked with the light that this started to happen. Yes. And you did say um, offline, if I if I can be so bold to say that your grandmother apparently had the gift also, but was not yes. comfortable. Never in- talked about it. I found out through her son, my uncle, who told me she was very gifted, but she thought it was like a curse or something bad and it terrified her. So she never like used it to help people or to work with it. And it was also that time, you know, that culture and that time. Mm-hmm. Right. But you are living proof that um, if you have it and you cultivate it, um, you can certainly do so much good with it. Susan Allen has been my guest today. She is an evidential psychic medium and an animal communicator. She is a soul speak practitioner and a healer. And she is full of so many gifts, but truly at the end of the day, just a wonderful, beautiful, down to earth human being that just wants to help others and through the, the gift of love. And I think that's at the, the premise and the bottom of everything that you do is it's really love. And so thank you for joining us today. People can find you at your website, which is eponymous is that how you say it eponymous uh it's your name susan allen susan allen medium.com susan allen medium.com and allen for those who are wondering is a l l e n susan allen medium.com you can find out how you can have a session whether it's about your pet or um, some other aspect of your life, all the coaching that you do and and the good you put in the world. Thank you so very much for joining us today on the way home. I've had a wonderful time with you. I feel the same about you. You're just absolutely wonderful. I had a great time and thank you. Tell us what, oh, very quickly when you're going to be on Coast to Coast with George Nori again, if you would. Oh. Do you have a date? Because- yes, December 11. Sept- and- when is it? December 11th, and I have a couple of events, like larger events, November 17th, and um, I have a gallery of eight, so everybody gets a reading. It's less expensive, eight people online on Zoom, so anybody in the world can join us, and that is November 30th, and then I have George Nori, uh, December 11th, and I'm available for private readings as well. Terrific. All beautiful stuff. Thank you so much. SusanAllenMedium.com. Thank you, Susan. And um, I can't wait to have you on again. Me too. I can't wait. Thanks, Laura. Thank you. You're listening to The Way Home. We'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to The Way Home with Laura Smith. Here's Laura. Now, usually, uh, Jim Cleefield, also known as Jimmy Dean, the guru of good news, he often has stories about furries. He works in in the world of furries. He actually takes care of dogs. He pets it and things like that. And after talking with Susan Allen, I'm sure you are very interested because uh, you probably have also garnered some type of... uh, chemistry with animals being with them so much no doubt a lot of times the stories that you find out there are about animals i don't know about today but anyway i thought this she would be particularly of interest to you jim with all that you do with animals yeah she sure did 
Do your thing. Okay. Well, this first story, uh, a family in Maryland is breathing the sigh of relief today, and I'll tell you why. Because their 31-year-old son with special needs has been found safe and sound after missing for six days. This happened mm-hmm. late last month. The story begins October 20th. And the boy's name is 31-year-old Rashawn Williams. That's his given name, but he's lovingly called Shawnee Boy. Well, what happened was somehow he wandered away from his caregiver and took a bus to Maryland. He ended up at the Glenmont Metro Station. And once he got into the building, when he arrived there, instead of walking down a flight of steep stairs, somehow he ended up in a corridor. Now, he's probably not aware of his surroundings. But once he got inside the corridor, the door closed behind him. And next thing you know, he's stuck there, doesn't get out. He's there for about six days. Well, his father, Jimmy Hall, and the rest of the family started a frantic search wondering where their son is, and they searched high and low. With the help of police, the search eventually led them to the metro station. They scoured the entire building. Finally, police came to the dark corridor, and to see maybe where he was, they opened the door, and sure enough, Williams was there the whole time. Now, the good news is that he's fine, just suffered from dehydration, had to be taken to the hospital for treatment, but that's all it really was. And uh, the dad is just really relieved. In fact, Jimmy Hall was saying to a local broadcast outlet said he just couldn't believe that in a million years or days that anybody like my son would be there stuck for six days cold hungry tired just dehydration that was it but they found him safe and sound he was taken to for treatment as we said and uh, he just said really thank you to the police officers and everybody searching for her son because after he was taken for treatment the medical uh, official said uh, he's in great health I mean anybody you know would go for six days uh, without eating I mean just somehow he is home but they're they're relieved and he's back home safe and sound with the family and thanks to the police and everybody else who helped find the son Oh, my goodness. Bless his heart. What a scary thing. What a scary thing. This past weekend, I I almost did the same type of thing, but luckily I was able to find my way out. But I parked in a garage in Chicago that I thought was open for business, and it wasn't. And I got down there. The door shuts behind me, and lo and behold, it says, no one can you know, no one can get their car out until the next business day, which would have been two days from that. I thought I was stuck. Luckily, I wasn't. But that poor young guy being stuck for six days there, thank the Lord. I bet you he had angels helping him in that corridor because, oh, my goodness, what relief his mother must feel. That is just amazing. The whole family. Thank absolutely. God. Yes. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. All right. Well, what else do you have? Well, let's go a little bit south uh, toward Virginia because uh, a mom of six kids, uh, Michelle Mendez, uh, she, you might say Christmas came a little bit earlier for her this year. The reason is because uh, this was a year in the making. She's been gifted a car that's been restored thanks to the incredible work done by some automotive tech students at Louisa County High School. This took a year to give her. She was presented with the car. We don't know what the make and model is uh, right around October the 19th. And, uh, It was done through two different groups, not just the high school students, but also there was an electric cooperative. And there is also an initiative called uh, Giving Words, I believe that's called. And what it is, uh, it's a nonprofit that helps single moms like her overcome crises, let's say, like uh, car repairs, because let's face it, it's very expensive. And thanks to those two, they were able to raise a total of $10,200 to help restore this new car. And she is not only delighted, she's just just really excited about it. She says it has a major impact on my life, she tells broadcast reports, because now with the car, she can take her six kids on uh, to school, to their commitments. She can go to work on a regular basis and commute and also perform essential tasks like any other mom would do. And uh, she's just so grateful to everybody. And I'm just eternally blessed. Oh, that's wonderful. 
the generosity of people and, and young people. Young people want to help. I think that's life changing for them when they can do something like that for someone in their community. Well, that's very beautiful and I appreciate it very much per usual. Thank you, Jim, for finding the good, happy stories out there. Even though they weren't about furries this, this week, you usually have something about a special dog or cat, but that's fine because these were just wonderful about, um, the animals on two legs. Right. Uh, just just regular humans. It's like the humans. Us. Well, anyway, thank you so much. And for everyone listening, have a wonderful week, everyone. Stay safe. Uh, stay happy. Stay warm if you are in uh, the Midwest like I am right now and already starting to, uh, well, we had our first snow last week. Have a great time no matter what and uh, do things that you love, the people you love. And we'll see you next time on the way home. I'm Laura Smith.